Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Girl Man Watch Kitchen. It's me, TJ, and I'm here with the long hair, short beard, and looking good while rocking it. Jordan, Jordan, how's it going? Uh, real pirates do business in tigers. I really appreciated that uh, that uh, that nod there to the short beard because I, I, I completely I unprompted. <laughs> Absolutely unprompted, un, unpro, un, you know, un, unprovoked, you know, but. Oh, so wanted. I really appreciate that. So, yes, uh, uh, welcome uh, to the final episode of June Booty, and it wouldn't be a special episode without our special guest. Welcome back to the show, Annie. Hello, everybody. Give us there. You go. Give us give us your best. Baseball thing is getting a little. I love baseball, but good lord, man, let me speak. Give us one stop. <laughs> give there's us your best. Be an underwriting of, <laughs> I was going to say there's going to be an underwriting of me saying dead man tail no tail <laughs> yeah. underneath TJ playing that baseball sound. So the okay. listeners are really uh, going to get a treat. Really oh yeah, treat. No, that was awesome. And that sounded like <laughs> man, I was I was in Pirates of the Caribbean for a second, and it's so fitting because we're talking Shit, about yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean uh, uh, today. Sad. First one. Curse of the West, yeah, Savvy, Curse of the Curse of the Black Pearl. Annie, you are now this is this is your third time on on the show. I believe you have passed both Toby and Josh as the you've been on the show, you've right. had the most appearances on the show. So you've won, and I'd like to take a moment to sort of give give Annie a prize here. You've won a a a micro machine miniature Lando Calrissian. <laughs> Uh, right there. Um, um, you got to come down to Texas to get him, but he will absolutely be here waiting for you. Congratulations, Annie, on your on your third appearance on the uh, on the show here. I'm at how you decide to clap into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. You know, I'd like to thank the Academy um, for really making this possible, and right. uh, you know, myself. All right. Another. So I have a question for you, Annie. Um, yeah. Do you fuck with pirates? Like, like, do you like? With, with, with pirates? <laughs> okay. I mean, so we do, we do, touched but, on this. But like, if they buy you a drink, are you trying to holler? No. Are you like, we're... take that peg. <laughs> are you saying take that peg leg? The fuck <laughs> Do you fuck? Do you fuck so, with pirates? So, so in that, that you that got an be... eye behind that eye patch or no? <laughs> <laughs> that, that could mean. That could mean: Are you into? Are you into like pirate swashbuckling uh, movies? Are you into this franchise? Like, what, what? What is your sort of in the spirit of June Booty? What is your what is your pirate sort of uh, experience or or interest there? I definitely fuck with pirates. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, I sort of touched on it. I think when I uh, when we talked about the last movie, uh, Treasure Planet, and that I had a pirate themed. 
yeah, I had a, I had a pirate themed eight year old birthday party. Um, my mom, like she put together like treasure map hunt, like we had pirate themed decorations. It was a whole thing. Um, and I think like when I was a kid, um, a young adult, there's this series, it's called the bloody Jack series of fiction. And it's this, um, guy you know an old white man i'm sure writing um in the voice of like a of a of a 15 year old girl in the 1700s who becomes uh this this famous pirate and it's like a series of i think like seven or eight books and so i was all about that um so this is yeah this is this is right up my alley this is 2000 like pirates of the caribbean is 2003 so i was 10 and uh it was yeah, this was I definitely saw this in theaters right oh, away yeah. and yeah. and snapped up snapped up everything about it. Mm-hmm. So I would also um just as an addendum and totally um non apropos, uh to the listeners, I apologize if my audio sounds a little funny this time around. <laughs> I'm not on my regular headset, so if I'm a little tinny, that's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Annie's 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 on an adventure. Uh, she's she's actually in the middle of the uh, of the uh, Atlantic Ocean, uh, searching <laughs> yes. for, searching for the Bermuda Triangle. Which all of a sudden, just what the fuck? No one talks about the Bermuda, Bermuda Triangle anymore. So 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 Annie is actually trying. That's to because find everyone it. who was talking about it disappeared. Duh. <laughs> wow. And how do we know it exists? Honestly. Yeah. Uh, I really because thought because they, they were like we're going to the Bermuda Triangle and then motherfuckers didn't come back and then their aunt Susie was all like oh Johnny went to the Bermuda Triangle and didn't come back. <laughs> Yo, I used to legit be afraid of that of that motherfucker. I'd, I'd be like, oh, the Bermuda Triangle is going to come and get me. And my mom's like, it's water, dumbass. Like it's not. Hold up, it's hold not up. So you thought a longitude and a latitude was coming for your ass? I thought a wave. I thought a wave because because here's the thing. I learned about the Bermuda Triangle, and then like two weeks later, I learned about tsunamis, and I was like, oh shit, water can come on land. <laughs> like <laughs> this, and then you this, this Bermuda water. This Bermuda water is gonna come over here and 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 fucking take me away. I'm gonna be hanging out with fucking. Uh, uh, what's what's her name? Fucking what's the the pilot? What's the Amelia pilot? Earhart? There you go. That's I'm what I was gonna say. Amelia Earhart. <clears throat> yes, yes. And then they tell you that Amelia Earhart went down over the ocean yeah, and dude. all that kind of shit. It's like all you know, shit. for the first, yeah, for the first seven years of my life, you know, flying felt really like risky. <laughs> my second grade teacher, Miss Goforth, be like, you know, Jordan, you don't stop cutting up in class. I'm gonna throw your ass in the Bermuda Triangle. It's it was it was legit. It was I was like afraid of that shit. <laughs> What is this? Uh, what is this trauma in which your teachers have listened? My, <laughs> I was We've never gone threatened. from pirates to. <laughs> I was never threatened teachers. with supernatural phenomena. No, dude, I was threatened. Alive. I was. I was what threatened with nautical harm. <laughs> I was. <What> <laughs> They sick and they're cracking after your ass. They're gonna keel haul you. Yeah, dude, crack it and then and then and then was it two thousand leagues under the sea, whatever the fuck? Like look at that. Twenty thousand, twenty thousand. Whatever, six of one. I don't give a shit. But it's not six to one, it's eighteen thousand more leagues. Whatever, dude. Down in the water. It's the same thing. You mean to tell me if we're down if we're down that deep, I'm like, yo, we're two thousand leagues under the sea, and you're like, actually we're twenty thousand. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here and go talk to that squid right now. You know what I mean? Like we're we're down now. 
You act like I wouldn't correct you, though. You act like I wouldn't correct you. Oh, you 100% would correct me. You you and me would be the best, worst crewmates ever. You know what I mean? Like, I've I've absolutely come to that that, uh, conclusion. We'd cut for each other, but we'd also, like, nip at each other a little bit. Uh, but yeah, so uh, 2003, back, you know, fuck Miss Goldforth and all that kind of stuff. Also, she, you suck, Miss Goldforth, if you're listening to Threaten. She legit said, she's like, I'm going to throw you in the Bermuda Triangle. She was reading us a book about the Bermuda Triangle, and I was cutting up. She's like, Jordan, I'm going to fucking throw you in here. Um, 2003, what a year to be alive. We have, what, Pirates coming out in 2003, and then we mm-hmm. have Return of the King coming out uh, 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 mm-hmm. later on in that year. Uh, so yeah, both of the, you know, we have one franchise beginning, we have one film franchise sort of ending. I remember y'all, this movie, like this, blew up. yeah, this was, this made a splash. I was going to say uh, made waves. Yeah, yeah, that was better. <laughs> that, was, that was better. Both of y'all waves. fired, fired, made waves, fired. Made waves. <laughs> we need a sound effect, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even if, yeah, yeah there yeah. you go. <laughs> render rendered or uh, essentially made you know brought johnny depp from this sort of he was doing these sort of quirky you know sort of i don't mm. want to say obscure but because you know edward scissorhands is iconic but you know these sort of like different sort of roles and stuff and then bringing him out into the mainstream so annie you said you saw it in the theaters um mm-hmm. i mean i did too tj i'm assuming you did also i did yeah, this I mean, was so, my introduction to Johnny Depp. I think, was it really? like as a as a kid, because I, you know, I was ten. I hadn't seen any of that or stuff. Because he done he did Edward Scissorhands, he did um, Sleepy Hollow, he did From Hell, he did The Ninth Gate. Like that's his a slew of like eerily weird, like high level shit in the late 90s and then he comes out with this gigantic splash of a kids movie or at least a family Mm -hmm. movie right so Mm -hmm. very different took him mainstream back to mainstream maybe back to it after like 21 jump street fame true you know also in that same johnny depp kind of way right he was still a quirky character but shit they loved him what's up tj yours is what Edward Scissorhands for sure, but like mm-hmm. the movie I used to cover Johnny Depp with was now seeing it way way too young. It's What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Oh uh, mm. yeah, but Edward Scissorhands we watched all the fucking time. Yeah, uh, Edward Scissorhands. I I I really loved uh, Sleepy Hollow a lot. I thought that was a really cool adaptation and a really cool love that movie. Yeah, that was that was that was really good. And the thing about pirates, and and I'll always have a soft spot for it because, like, around that time, you know, it made like dirty, hairy dudes attractive to people. And I was always, I was always like a little grimy, you know what I mean? And so it it, it for a while there, I was like, I'm riding, I'm riding that pirates that pirates train. I'm on board, you know, shit like that. Um. I will say so. We're talking about uh, Curse of the Black Pearl, but I also kind of want to open it up to talking about just the franchise as a whole. Uh, TJ and I had flirted with sort of maybe doing the whole franchise, but thought that like might, might be a little bit too much, like you know, pirates uh, uh, at one time. Um, so, sort of using this time to sort of talk about uh, the other movies in the franchise. I had not seen four or five. Um, but I did see the trilogy. So what do y'all think? What do y'all think of the franchise as a whole? Like the choices that they made, where they set, where they decided to take these characters, um, in future installments. Annie, I'll start with you. I mean, the biggest change, right. Is after the third movie, when 
um, Keira Knightley doesn't return because the fourth movie is just a Johnny Depp, Orlando Bloom joint. Um, and then the fifth one is just Johnny Depp, I think. Um, and not even like Jeffrey Rush comes back for that one. I think it's uh, Javier Bardem that's in the fifth one. Mm-hmm. So it sort of like takes a turn, I think, when it departs from the original trilogy and those are that original cast of three characters. My interest in the series definitely took a nosedive um, as those storylines dropped off. Um, So yeah, it was, it's interesting. And now, I mean, you know, the cat, the elephant in the room, the cat out of the bag, I guess would is, is Johnny Depp now, you know, I don't know if we want to talk about any of that or simply, well, um, Regard no, I don't really want to get into the trial itself, but maybe a consideration of where he goes next as an actor. You know, what does this look like? I wonder if he makes another Pirates movie. Um, I wonder if that's in the realm of possibilities for him right now, because, you know, he got kicked out of Fantastic Beasts and Mads Mikkelsen replaced him there. Um, So I wonder, like, what's the next movie that Johnny Depp makes? I think I don't think it's going to be pirates because I think post verdict Bruckheimer even said he was like yeah we don't have any plans on on, on bringing him back I think they've already well, they're going to reboot they're going to reboot pirates with a, yeah, a female lead yeah okay. oh yeah that's right aren't they doing a Margot Robbie version no no I'm thinking of what am I thinking of am uh, I thinking uh, of Barbie. that I am yeah <laughs> Barbie yeah. No, Maybe they are. Do, no, they 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 are doing an all female pirates, and Margot Robbie's going to star in that. Recent talks starting in that, but um, I th- honestly, I think I think Depp is going to go the route of um, Robert Downey Jr. I think I think it's going to take like a new. Maybe not a new franchise. I think he's he's gonna have to. He's gonna have, it's gonna take a while. I think he's gonna come out in like some years playing mm-hmm. this character similar to how. Downey Jr. like sort of went into obscurity for a while and then all of a sudden like resurfaced as Iron Man and sort of led this whole thing. That's just my take. I think I think it's going to be a new character, either an adaptation of existing IP or a completely new IP. And he's just going to take the world by storm, which I mean, you know, we'll see if that see if that happens. TJ, what about you? How's how's what do you feel about the Pirates franchise? You know, I'm kind of in the same boat that after the third one, things just kind of take a weird turn. Also because, like, there's there's just a level of uh, interconnectivity that felt super wrapped up in the third one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all the, the things between uh, Calypso and Davy Jones and the and the second and third. Are just, honestly, the, mo- the more compelling parts of, the, of that movie. Uh, and so to not have those, it felt like, okay, how do we keep this train going again? after we had a satisfactory conclusion. Um, and I also think that it gave Disney this like false sense of security of being able to turn their rides into movies. Uh, <laughs> Tomorrowland. Um, I always well, forget about that. Um, yeah. like, that it was a ride first. That's still which, wild which, to me. Cause it was this country bears and haunted mansion all came out around the same time. Which one came out first? Mm. I think Pirates did, because then Haunted Mansion, which they're rebooting Haunted Mansion, um, but I, I'm pretty sure Pirates came first, and then Country Bears, and uh, and then Haunted Mansion. 
uh, Annie is up there doing the dramaturgical research yeah. to make yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm that trying. Up. I'm trying to see. You, we're talking the one with Eddie Murphy, right? Yeah, that yeah, terrible so, movie. Yeah, the yeah the Country Bears, Haunted Mansion, and Empire. It's all came around. All came out around the same the, time. Yeah. So I Haunted think Mansion come Haunted Mansion comes out 2003 as well. Oh, okay. So they were like, "Hey, we're we're having our own supply. Our 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 rides can become movies." And I think that uh, Pirates of the so Pirates of the Caribbean is also the only ride to change in direct reflection to the movie. So there's a Johnny Depp animatronic mm-hmm. in Pirates right now. Uh, Country Bears was first in 2002. Huh. Thank you, Annie. Um, mm-hmm. But Pirates is the only one to like change, right? And Country Bears is this weird one because Country Bears had been losing attendance over the years, right? Because it's you know it's an animatronic show. It's a la Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, and outside of it being a respite from the Florida sun, when you go to Disney World, it's not really like the banger that you go on, right? Um, mm-hmm. But but I think it says something about the fact that they are still, like, Disney has taken the opposite approach now and is trying to find ways to overlay existing rides with IP that work, right? Uh, I am completely convinced that the three Caballeros in, in Epcot in Mexico will become uh, uh, a cocoa ride or an, or an Encanto ride sooner <laughs> rather than later. Uh, it's yeah. not going to say the three Caballeros, right? Um, but there, I, I think it, it gave them this false sense of security because the, why are they, why are they rebooting the haunted mansion? Right? Because they're like, Oh, if pirates could do it, we just need to find the right, the right formula. No. And I also feel like Pirates became Disney's Transformers. Hear me out. Uh, by the time you get to four and five, it's so divorced from the original idea, and it's just a way mm-hmm. to have big spectacles and explosions. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah. I mean, I I like the first one. I cut for number two and three because of the fucking Calypso. So fucking good in those movies. Dude, I, I really love- enjoyed... Yeah, I really enjoyed the beginning of the third one yeah. with the when it's the execution, you know, all of them are all of the pirates are being mm. hanged um, and they all start singing, um, you know, yo ho. And that like to mm-hmm. see that for the first time in the theater was sweet yeah. Um, yeah. on a big screen with the full surround sound. Um, mm. So those those movies, I, I really enjoy that full trilogy. Yeah, yeah, I feel like true. Jeffrey Brockheimer has become the uh, what's his nuts? Uh, who's the one who blows stuff up? But Michael Bay for Disney. <laughs> well, Brockheimer yeah. and Bay like were were like in cahoots for the longest time. Like they did uh, fucking Armageddon, and they did like yeah. there's always Michael Bay directs, Brockheimer produces, and they kind of went went their own way. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I, I agree with y'all. Again, I haven't seen four and five. I didn't really have an interest in four or five. I, th- I thought, I thought the original trilogy sort of wrapped things up in a really sort of nice way. Maybe I'll go back and watch four and five, but I, again, it, it's the same way. Like when Buffy ended on the WB, but then got brought back on UPN, I was like, I got no interest in watching that, but I went back and watched it. <laughs> All right. Um, but as much what? as I, what's up? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, I dig this movie. We'll talk about this movie. But, y'all, I fucking love Dead Man's Chest, the second one. It's like, so good. That, dude, that blew, that blew this franchise up. And, like, 
fucking Davy Jones and and given given Jack Sparrow the Han Solo treatment where it's like holy shit dude he jumped into that end of the mouth of the Kraken at the very end we don't know what's going on leaving us on that cliffhanger like that was fucking dope I I love the second movie of this of this first trilogy well yeah and I can I and I think that part of it uh, I I was really paying attention this time I watched it of like how this movie is crafting and. As as good as this movie is, and as like uh, as like expansive as this movie was for the Pirates franchise and how it started everything, if we look at it, which we're going to the second half, it's just produced in a very tight and also like budget safe way. If we actually look mm-hmm. at it, um, yeah. realistically, there's like five locations mm-hmm. that get just repeated over and over again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Yarmy Hardies, it's time for trivia. DJ, drop me beat. I want you to notice. No, 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 no. I want you to notice your little sound wave. You see how much it peaked when you came in, scaring the Jesus out of me? Listen. The Holy Spirit done left my body. When I die, I'm not going anywhere because my spirit is just floating around somewhere. (laughs) Hey, guys. Speaking of locations, I was eavesdropping a little bit before I jumped in there. uh, Like a fun game of Double Dutch. Uh, They didn't want to film at night out on actual ocean because Kira... Knightley's boat hit a reef at one point and she's fine. Everybody on the boat's fine, obviously. Or is she a ghost? Uh, but yeah, they were like, yeah, t- the locals were like, don't sail around in this water uh, at nighttime, you idiots. Uh, so yeah. Fun fact. Speaking so of they boat, ended up, they ended up filming all of that in a tank, right? Like a lot of this at sea stuff, especially if they're in the water is done in a tank, I think. Mm. I thought they filmed this in Louisiana. Oh, I don't. I mean, I didn't there's a real. A you mean there's a movie? real ship involved. Yeah, I thought this movie was filmed in the beautiful swamps of Louisiana. <laughs> Can't what, what question? Anyway, anyway, so we got two questions each. First one worth two hundred. Second one worth three hundred. Jord. Yes. Pi- hold on. Pirates of the Swamp of Bean. I just I had to get it out. Okay. No. No. Jerry Bruckheimer and director Gore Verbinski wanted to use the massive water tank in Rosario, 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 y'all Rosario Dawson in Rosario Dawson's backyard. <laughs> not her backyard. Anyway. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That, that's not the real thing. I guess. No, no. It wasn't. <laughs> We know you got that Josie and the Pussycats money. We know you got Rosario. the... <laughs> it's the investment because she can then rent it out for all these movies. Anyway, it's in uh, Baja, California, Mexico. Uh, it's the same tank that was used for Titanic and for Pearl mm-hmm. Harbor. But what movie had the tank booked during the time that Pirates was scheduled to be shot? A, Mastering Commander, The Far Side of the World. B, Open Water. Or C, K-19, The Widowmaker. Motherfucker. Those are all, well. Uh, I am. I wish we could steal. I wish we could steal questions. I'm going to say 
open open water i think was was before this i think i could be wrong um and k19 i didn't see that i saw u571 that movie is actually pretty dope uh but i didn't see k19 <laughs> okay. um so it's this the question isn't what has george seen <laughs> no i know oh, she said shut up oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, wait, wait, wait your, wait your turn. I'm gonna guess. Uh, uh, is it Master and Commander? Is that your answer? Yes. So you can't. You ask me, is it? And it's like I know what it is. I can't tell That's you. That's my answer. Ma- is it? Yeah, my answer is Master and Commander. It is Master and Commander. Okay. Good job, TJ. Mm-hmm. Which co-star recommended Orlando Bloom for the role of William Turner after having worked with him on a movie prior? A. Johnny Depp. B. Jeffrey Rush. Or C. Jonathan Price. I'm gonna see say C. Jonathan Price. No, Jeffrey Rush. Fun Look fact. at the I forget, I forget the name of the movie though. Uh, Annie. Hey, how's it going, by the way? What's up? It's going so great. How about you? So good. So good. I I like, if I can start this segment on a scare for one of these two, <laughs> it's a good day for me. So here we are. <clears throat> As we all know, very few films, if any, turn out like the first draft intended. This movie, for example, had some not great early versions. What was one notable first draft team up? A, Norrington was to ask Elizabeth to marry him, and she says no. Enraged by this, Norrington was going to join Barbosa, and the two of them were going to try to take over the Caribbean. B, terrified for Elizabeth's safety, Norrington and Will team up to go after Barbosa, only to be thwarted by Captain Jack, unintentionally. Or C, Norrington asks Elizabeth to marry him, and she accepts. But Elizabeth is still captured by Barbosa, Eager to get her back, Norrington teams up with Captain Jack to get her back. Um, I'm going to go with A. It is A, yeah. Isn't that a terrible idea, though? <laughs> the stuffiest dude uh, gets together with the pirate, yeah. I mean, yeah. eventually... Eventually, he does. Remember, he he essentially mm-hmm. joins the pirate yeah. side in the third movie. Um, Doesn't he, he die? He, I think so. In in yeah, saving in Elizabeth, motion. yeah. No, that's the motion. other. That's the other guy. The new baddie. The new British Navy baddie. He like is walking down the steps as his ship is being blown apart. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, I don't remember what actually happened to Norrington. It's been I a mean, while. You white, you been Affleck, so. <laughs> they should sure. have played this song. We belong to the last we belong. As he's like walking out. Anyway, yes. Wait, hey, George. Yes, yes, yes. Wait, I have a question for you. Stop singing. Did you know the parrot mm-hmm. that talks for cotton was actually played by two parrots? Well, you know now. What were their names? A. Mac and cheese. B. Pork and beans. Or C. Chip and salsa. I don't. I don't know the first one. So your options are mac and cheese. Yeah, he's saying it's mac and cheese. Can can't give him the options again. Shit. Or chip and salsa. Yeah, I'm gonna say mac and cheese. I have no idea. 
You're going with mac and cheese. I'm going with mac and okay. cheese. It's not mac and cheese, and you should have known that because that's what I want. I want to get two baby pugs together and name one mac and one cheese, and you know that. Obviously, that's my fake answer, Jord. <laughs> You better, you better, you better, you better, you better keep that to a painting or a tattoo because that'll never listen, happen. In, in the, I listen to the bass in her voice. <laughs> you know that, George. Yeah, I know you. Mother, back and You better. Elsa. Oh, okay. That's cute. Come on. Mac and cheese, though. We're going to have two mm. pugs together. One Mac, one cheese. Did I tell you my next dog's name? What? Mm. Uh, the first name is going to be Cord. The middle name is going to be Roy, so that way you can call him Cord or Roy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we can give these names to pets because, like, you can't do that to a human. No. There are no, you can totally do that to a human. Yeah, you can totally do that to a human. If you want your child your to disown you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, they'll just hate you for life. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm ready for my question. Okay, TJ. Okay, we all know this movie's idea came from the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland and Disney World, and that the ride closed down to incorporate parts from this movie's storyline, and that Disneyland had the original with Disney World's opening up seven years after. But do you know when the original Disneyland ride opened? Oh my God. Fuck you. A. I'm so mad. A. Sir. 1954. No, you, no, 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 time out. You got a question about parents' names. I get asked dates. That I got wrong. For a that theme I got park wrong. opening. That I got wrong. You're going to be like, oh, Dates me. for a theme park opening. Excuse okay. me. Just the year, just the year. 1954, B, 1967, or C, 1982. Okay, I got to do some reverse math because Disney World is celebrating its 50th anniversary, right? Uh, okay. Wait. Wait. Which would, I am waiting. Uh, George is like, why am I waiting? So, uh, which Disney, means 72. 70, if it's the 50th anniversary, that means it's 72. 72 oh, is when yeah. it opened, right? But <laughs> Disney, but Disney, but the Disney World ride opened seven years after, which would mean that it was 78. So, but also, I think it was probably so the, like five years after. So, what's the second one? The Disney World ride opened uh, seven, seven years, years after, after the Disneyland rides. Yes. So what's the second option? 1967. I'm going to say 67. It is 67. <laughs> TJ's wow. on the board. Look at that. I had to over do that here. reverse mathematics, and I was like, wait over a here. second. How long, how long after much. Disneyland opened did they do the Florida project, which ended up being Disney World? Okay. So there's also like a beautiful uh, mind. <laughs> Walt Walt was supposed to be alive. This was like one of the last rides that he was involved in, and then he died. He yeah. didn't get to see it open, apparently. Annie, lost Yo. in translation? The translation of this title gets a little wonky in German. What does the film's title translate to in German? So, like, it's, I'm not going to give you the German. It's like, I guess if you put it in Google Translate to German and then put it back in English. Anyway, uh, A, Pirate Curse, B, Curse of the Ocean, or C, Curse of the Caribbean. Or maybe Curse of the Black Pearl just doesn't translate into German. 
They call my uncle the Curse of the Caribbean when he goes to the beach. <laughs> but why, Jordan? Tell me why. I got Nobody no other why. I don't. I don't need that image. Um, <laughs> whatever it is, I don't like, need there that. Is. is it a new beach? Is it a new beach? <laughs> No, man, well, just any beach. They call him the curse of the lagoon when he's at a pool. He just he can't he can't get in. Can't be in so water. Get, he's actually so a get yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you got to repeat my tr- my answer options. Pirate curse, curse of the ocean, or curse of the Caribbean. Pirate curse. No, curse of the Caribbean. Okay. Yeah, I don't really know how the how that how that works, but uh, according to the internet, that is a Kim. Thing. I also apologize for the expletive that spilled out of my mouth before I get. <laughs> there you go, making it right. Making it right. I'm from I'm from New York. Those things don't yeah. bother me. Uh, <laughs> I was just I was just because every once in a while, Annie, every once in a while, Jordan gets this question that's quote unquote hard, and I'm like, that's not hard. And then Kim's like, what day? <laughs> Did Robert Johnny Jr.'s left molar come in? I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to know? <laughs> I'm trying to get like less obscure, but maybe I'm not nailing it. No, no, I was able to work it out, so we're good. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, after that, we've got Jordan at 200, TJ at 300, and Annie at 200. TJ, it's yours to lose. Thanks for the reminder. I need your wagers. All of it. All of it. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to wager all of it, too. No, actually, give me one fitty. (laughs) What? Just one fitty. But then if they... If they win, the most they can get is 400. If I get 150, then I get 450. Right? You did your math for the day. You can calm the fuck down. (laughs) We're just wagering all of it, all right? Yeah, let's all just do it. all of it. Fine. All of it. Okay. Right? <laughs> yo, yo ho, yo ho. We're wagering all this shit. All right. Pirate's life okay. for me. Okay. Yeah. Who's ready for all the Mavis's? Okay. It's the last episode of June Booty. So this is like, I got to get my pirate. <laughs> I can't believe- <laughs> I gotta get my pirate yard out it's now. Stuck. I can't believe yeah, it's dude, stuck. I cannot believe, but it's hey, man, it works. Okay. <clears throat> What's a pirate's favorite letter? Oh. All right, all right. Mavis is. Uh, we know him, we love him. And according to the jury, his lying ex can't keep him down. That's right, it's Johnny Depp. Uh, according to his Wikipedia page, <laughs> Johnny has 68. Film roles. I need you each to name five and type them in the chat. Oh shit! I hit enter. Sorry, I thought I was hitting type. It's all right. Everyone, take Annie's. I also, guys, I also said a bunch of these earlier in the podcast. I mean, we we, we did. We both did. <laughs> there's 68 of them, so there's lots to say. I'm going back to my uh, typing music. Yeah. We need like some. I don't know. TJ, you're the sound guy. You'll have to work on that for you know a future episode, so I don't have to sing. 
It's going to keep going. Are we just doing film credits? Yes. <laughs> I hope listeners are able to pick up the amount of furious typing happening. Okay, I put I put a couple extras just in case I was <laughs> right. everybody tell us is what every, you put. Is I everybody put ready? Yes. <laughs> okay, right. send. Three, two, one. Okay. Um, I'll go to, I'll do TJ last. Jordan says, from hell. Yes. Fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Yes. Benny and June. Yeah, those are my favorites. Uh, Corpse, Bride, and Blow. Yes. George gets all of his. Let me record your scores. Okay. Uh, Annie's got Charlie and the Chalk Factory. Yep. Sleepy Hollow. Yep. Edward Scissorhands. Yep. Ninth Gate. Yep. And Alice in Wonderland. Yep. Uh, well, real quick, the, I just want to point out that Annie typed the ampersand and not just the word and. Very true. Thanks for bringing very some true. class. Thanks for bringing some class this episode. Jesus Christ. Because if you I don't come from us. <laughs> <laughs> We're a bunch of classless curs, man. She's over here ampersand. Ampersand well, Annie is what they call them. Okay, well, yeah. TJ <clears throat> put Edward Sizzhands. <laughs> <laughs> You knew what I meant. I'm going to count. Dumbass. Gilbert Grape. <laughs> yep. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. TJ going all the way back to his first one. Uh, Lone Ranger. Yep. Fantastic Beats. Yep. And Alice in Wonderland. Can we stop? Can we stop and recognize the fact that Johnny Depp went ahead and played Indigenous Man for Disney? Disney was having Johnny Depp do the most. Disney's like, yeah. run around with locks. Go ahead, put on red face. It's like stop. Well, yeah. also that movie, that movie was sort of the beginning of the end for these major, like, sort of original IP blockbusters because, like, that movie made a lot, but it cost so fucking much to make that it caused the whole. Yeah, it caused the whole. Every, again, it's not original because it's based off of a show, but like now that's why Disney's going all into like the Marvel Star Wars like established. I thought it was. I thought it was John Carter. That really started there. Oh like, yeah, like, that we was. Can't uh, do this no more. But no, this this, this one. Big. I mean, yeah, John Carter. But like this one, because dude, it had like it had Johnny Depp. It had you know, it was like this huge. It was supposed to be this big old franchise, and it it cost too much fucking money to make. Because Johnny Depp's making a lot more than old what's his face from John Carter. So Can yeah, those are all Johnny Depp there movies. What's the Stephen King one? Was that Rear Window? No, uh, where he's like that's the a Hitchcock movie, isn't it? <laughs> oh, that is. What the hell is? What's the one Secret where he window. is the Stephen King one? Secret window. Secret, Secret, Secret window. window. I knew there Jesus was a Christ. window involved. How many involved? times do I have to say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's how much oh, is damn. that dog in the window? The movie. Yeah, it's, uh, it's one other yeah. notable one. To the window, uh, to the oh, wall. Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. My my mm-hmm. musical nerds didn't say into the woods. And oh, yeah, you guys just did that one too, right? Yeah. Rum Diary with the mm. worst co-star ever. <laughs> anyway, so that makes TJR winner. <laughs> oh, I was playing my flute. I was playing my flute on the wrong side.
Uh, I used to play the flute, and this is not how I did it. Anyway, congrats, TJ. I'm catching up, Jordan. I'm like a shotgun. You're getting there. What? Yeah, yeah. But see, you're doing Creole, Louisiana. This movie was filmed in Louisiana. You're 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 helping make that connection, old. I I don't think it was filmed in Louisiana. I, but hey, I can dream. You know what I mean? I suppose. No. But I I would I could see some of the other movies in this franchise being filmed there. So, you know, don't don't count Louisiana out. What's Louisiana's state nickname? Old Swampy? The Swamp Ass State. (laughs) (laughs) No, it has lots of lovely things other than swamps. I love Louisiana, but and that's your that's your fun fact for this trivia round. All right. Well, congrats, TJ. Valiant effort, Annie and Jord. Play me out. Trivia's over. Well, before we play you out, oh, I think okay. this is a good time for us to... Yeah, I mean, golly. Just taking on the show. God. Okay, fine. Shit. God, you're up here making rolls, calling shots. God. What? No, I think that was... What? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I think now's a good time for us to get our drinks. Hey, because I'm sweating. I'm sweating like a horn church back here. Um, I hope hot. so. I hope so. <laughs> you hope? Oh, oh, oh. Push it ill upon me. Okay, Jordan, you, you see that? Yeah, why don't, ill you, upon why don't you work, work that out over the break, and then we'll... Uh, we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. But uh, we will be back, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I can't wait in like they can see me. And we are back. Annie, how was your sailing to your fridge? It went uh, pretty smoothly. Thanks for asking. Um, I got... <laughs> I don't know what that was about, but what um, I got myself another Victory Brewing beer. This one is the Summer Love Golden Ale. Mm. Um, and I thought it was very apropos. The listeners can't see it, but it has hearts and a wave, like a series of little beachy waves on the the iconography of this label. So very, very thematically apropos. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, Jordan, what you got? So I'm continuing uh, the uh, season of the seltzer, um, still on the uh, Mighty Swell, which, Annie, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever heard us talk about seltzers, but I used to make fun of them. But now it's like, you know, around this this time, it's they're they're, they're not they're not half bad. Um, so I have the Rocket Pop, which I was saving for this one. Not really a pirate theme, but it's, um, it's supposed to taste like that. The little the bomb pops. You know what I mean? Uh, that's it's OK. Why. Man, I ain't even I ain't even yummed it yet. You're already yucking it, Jesus fucking Christ. Let me take fuck. I didn't no, say I didn't it was even, yuck. I, I said it's okay. Bro, I haven't even taken a sip. Put it to I your have, mouth. I'm not even a part put of this it, conversation sh- yet. Put it to your mouth. Well, I don't want to now. But I was about to put it. You're like, yeah, that's put, put it to your mouth. Right. Let me have an opinion before you share yours. You know what I mean? That was kind of a one. <laughs> I was all excited. I can't taste it because all I taste is just <laughs> meat. It, all you taste is spite now. Yeah, dude. It tastes Take salty. Take another sip. It tastes salty as a motherfucker. That's how I think. Uh, and also, Take I another added, sip. Take another uh, sip. 
<laughs> See if they wash it away. <laughs> puts the lotion on its skin and takes a sip again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's good. It's good. You know what I mean? It's good. It's probably, I don't know, the purple one was really good. Purple one's my favorite. The purple one is really good. Uh, but then I also, uh, I don't have any rum because I don't, I don't, I don't drink rum, but I thought some of them would be cool, but I didn't make any. So I got, I got like half a finger of, um, of, uh, of some, of some bourbon here. I, I didn't know you don't drink rum. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I think, I think it's, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really like the taste. It's too, like uh, the, the spices in it. I'm just not, I'm not. It's not it. your weak will. <laughs> <laughs> What are you drinking? You fucking what? I don't even know what to say. What are you? <laughs> well, what about you? You scurvy curve. Because this movie has Aztec gold in it, I made myself uh, a margarita with some really fantastic tequila. And uh, the thing said a shot and a half, and I got one of those like little pour things that's supposed to stop after a shot. It didn't mm-hmm. stop. I don't know why. <laughs> But here we are. So, and I got plot. So, <laughs> rough waters ahead. Uh, see how much you got. See how much you got. Annie, can I ask you a question? So, ask away, my friend. Actually, or actually I, I, I want your opinion rather on something. So, probably one of the fa- one of my favorite things TJ ever did um, was there was an episode and I can't remember the movie, but he said uh, we were you know really heavy on like theming the theming the the beverages and and. Um, and he said, "Well, because this movie," <laughs> and I'm, parap- I'm paraphrasing you. I'm paraphrasing you. He said, "Because this movie has a lot of people in it, <laughs> as if as if as if there's like a one one person movie." But he's like, "Because because this movie has a lot of people in it. You know what else has a lot of things in it? A Long Island iced tea. <laughs> Slap that fucking thing." <laughs> and I've always wanted him to be like, "Hey." Just use that for now until the end of of time. Always be like, well, you know, theme along <laughs> on SD. Is that something that 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 you'd like to see him continue? Because he hasn't done it since. I just want that to be a, the non sequitur you use in conversation at at you know in any social circumstance. Well, just I, like <laughs> there's a reason I haven't done it. Is not because I don't think it's great, but because. When I tell you those long iron iced teas make my tongue thick and my brain slow, I like I just can't just, do it. It was just the delivery, dude. It was like because this movie has a lot of people. <laughs> I was like, where is he going? With I mean, it? I like I like um, a movie with people. I yeah. mean, you know, yeah. I prefer them, as some would say. <laughs> Uh, uh, because this movie has a lot of Aztec gold, I got yeah, a red margarita. And we're back. Here we yeah. go. Uh, so, real quick, just so everyone is completely aware of what a monstrous hit this was, the budget was $140 million. For a movie this size, isn't that big? They made $654.3 million back on this film alone, uh, which, of course, kickstarted the franchise. And then three and four years later, respectively, came on Stranger Tides and then De- and Dead Man Tell No Tales. Uh, uh, no, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, Dead Man's Chest and At World's End. And then on Stranger Tides and Dead Man Tell No Tales came in 2011 and 2017, respectively. 
Um, I also want to just say we talked about like the the kind of compact and like contained nature of the trilogy, uh, the original three movies, and I think it's because they had that. 2006 and 2007 release just like lord of the rings there where they're like part one of this is this you know we, we're getting into the habit of like oh look it's the freaking hunger games and part four part one of catching fires and this it, right like those two movie those two year back-to-back sort of things uh which just kind of sets the audience up to know that it's going to be a continuing uh continuing story right um it's the thing that made uh uh endgame so great, right? It's because we're like, cool, in a year, we know we're going to get the conclusion to, what's the movie before Endgame again? Infinity War. <laughs> Infinity War, Jesus Christ. Um, but I, I think that there's a marketing spin to that as well, to where we just couple those three movies together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, On Stranger Tides and Dead Man Tell No Tales feel so disconnected because they're so far mm-hmm. apart. Um, but that's just an observation. A uh, quick rundown of the cast. We have Johnny Depp as uh, Jack Sparrow. We have Jeffrey Rush as Captain Barbosa. We have Orlando Bloom as Will Turner. We have Kira Knightley as Elizabeth Swan. Um, then we have Jack Davenport, Kevin R. McNally, Zoe Saldana, uh, Jonathan P- Price, so on and so forth. Um, yeah, I got all the biggins. I got all the biggins. But uh, this movie takes place in 1720 uh, in Jamaica. Uh, for, uh, um, well, it starts in 1720. Uh, they're in Jamaica aboard the HMS Dauntless, where uh, a tiny Karen Knightley is all like, oh, my gosh, I'm singing about pirates. And they're like, don't be singing about pirates. That's how pirates show up. And then all of a sudden, pirates show up. <laughs> um, and uh, in the water is a young Will Turner with their cover, and around his neck is a pirate medallion. And uh, Kira Knightley's young character, like, steals it. Um, and eight years later, uh, uh, we flash forward to adult Kira Knightley. And this is the moment where the movie instantly starts sexualizing her body and continues to do so for the entirety of the film which I didn't catch in 2003, but watching it now, I'm like, all these men is horny, y'all. Every she single- was, so she was 17 when this movie had to, was filmed and had to what? help her mother. Her mother was with her on all filming locations for like every single thing that happened. When Kim mentioned that like boating accident thing that they had during the mm-hmm. trivia, her mother was with her on that, on that boating accident I read. So that's just like ridiculous. I also read that they had to um, they essentially had to paint her boobs on um, in order to uh, essentially enhance that effect. Apparently, it was like a 45 minute procedure that happened every morning. Yeah. And I've heard the same thing that had had to be done for her on King Arthur as well. I think that was actually just digitally edited. Um, but she's just, you know, I think she said it herself. She's just a, she is a flat chested woman. Um, and it didn't help that she was 17 years old when she filmed that movie, which just adds a layer of weird to the, to the ogling. <laughs> There's so much ogling. Yeah. Oh, I thought Jordan had something to say about it. He, he nope. just got the sniffles. Nope. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, and then uh, at the same time, um, 
James Norrington is being pr- promoted from captain to Commodore. Uh, also, at the same time, Will Turner has grown up and he is a blacksmith's apprentice and he's handy with the sword and we get all that. Uh, and then, like, so it's all like, oh, um, uh, Elizabeth, you should uh, marry this dude. Like, I, and then she's like, yeah, okay, cool. But I, but she got eyes for Will, right? She's trying to holler at this boy who ain't paying attention. He's like, yeah, no, I like her too, but I ain't going to say nothing. Like, he ain't shoot a shot yet. This whole tie top, right? He ain't shoot a shot. They've been together for years. But then they put her in the corset and she's like, I can't breathe. And they're like, girl, what's breathing? You don't even need to talk. Um, um, it's about class differences, TJ. And you, it, I guess, you know. <laughs> <laughs> TJ's over here. Because Will's just a fucking simp. And he's just, you know. <laughs> It is about class differences, but um, and banging then, on his steel should be banging on. Yeah, okay, yeah, go ahead. Just <laughs> banging on her dough, girl. I want to talk to you. Uh, <laughs> I don't care who rich, who poor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we cut to our first introduction of Captain Jack Sparrow, who's pulling into Port Royal, and there's like, ah, oh, pirates, be warned, we'll fucking kill you. Um, and he it comes to actually my favorite introduction of a character probably in any live action film with him riding on the craziness of the ship as it's sinking and docking at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, And And from that moment, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I was just going to agree with you. Like this is, I cannot think of a better character introduction in any movie uh, than this. I mean, we learn just about everything about this dude in such a short amount of time with very little dialogue. It was so fantastic. The mm-hmm. score behind that, like that's the moment where like the full pirate score comes out. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, the Hans Zimmer of this movie and this franchise is something I want to talk with you guys about at some point. Cause like this, the, sound, the score for this movie defines what Hans Zimmer sounds like for almost two decades <laughs> to me. Like very true. Because yeah. Sherlock, the Sherlock series sounds like pirates, pirates. in a weird, in, in a weird fucking way. So he does this across multiple series over almost two decades. To me, Dune is the best Hans Zimmer score I've heard <laughs> in nearly 20 years. Yeah, you know, and it's, there's something about even just the introduction of this, even Hans Zimmer's score is feels like a little... It's jaunty, it's light, but it's also lopsided, right? Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. Just like the the way the melody lilts and like falls and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, which gives us like a oh no, Jack Sparrow's off center, like he's going to do stuff a very roundabout way, um, and uh, very early on we find out that uh, Jack Sparrow's like uh, he's a conniver, he 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 steals, he he uses his words to work around people, but he always has a plan B, sometimes a plan C. Uh, but he's there to commandeer a ship because his ship been fucked up. Uh, and then uh, Elizabeth, uh, she faints because uh, <laughs> she can't breathe in her courses. She done told them motherfuckers that she can't breathe. They're like, well, Kurt. So she faints and she falls in the like, water. I made something that'll cut it off. And yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. All these naval people, she falls in the water. And what do they do? They just stare at her like, oh, that sucks. Don't nobody jump in and save her. But Captain Jack Sparrow, Jack jumps in, uh, saves her. Uh, they're all like, who's this who saved you? He's like, don't worry about it. You don't know who I am. And they're like, ah, you're a pirate. Uh, chase ensues. Uh, this st- starts the uh, the quintessential 
uh, thing that makes the Pirates franchise the Pirates franchise. Every 25 to 30 minutes, you're going to get a chase. Every 25 to 30 minutes, you're going to get a chase. This is the first one. Uh, you think he's going to get away. Uh, uh, he gets cornered by Will, uh, who bests him, uh, and he gets imprisoned. That night, uh, the Black Pearl shows up at Port Royale, fucking shit up, searching for the medallion that Elizabeth has. Um, uh, the crew capture Elizabeth, uh, and Elizabeth lies about her name because she doesn't want them to know that she's rich. And so she's like, "I'm not my last name's not Swan, it's Turner." Which she already given herself Will's last name, right? She trying to boo up before Will's even asking the question, like. Well, it's better than, it was better than than Kate Winslet and Titanic trying to boo up after he's already fucking dead, you know. <laughs> okay, you I mean, Kate Winslet was already was pregnant with that man's baby, so you know that's as booed up as I feel so, like a person can get. Well, well, I mean, I don't know, like, but it's like don't try to posthumously boo up with me. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> <laughs> But also, don't be using my name to be like, oh, yeah, because if it got back, you got, oh, you got to turn your wife out there running the muck. What you like? Yeah. Honestly, it's just the privilege of the upper class uh, <laughs> using somebody's last name to, and then mm-hmm. almost getting them killed. <laughs> yeah. And not worried about it, right? I'm going uh, to try it. it in the slightest. Yeah, I'm going to try it right now. Hey, man, my last name is Vanderbilt. I'm Jordan Vanderbilt. <laughs> You know, people have done worse. Uh, oh shit! Are you related to Anderson Cooper? <laughs> <laughs> what? Stop prying! <laughs> uh, so they have Elizabeth. Uh, they uh, Elizabeth meets Captain Barbosa. Uh, during that same time, the crew of the Black Pearl go to visit Jack Sparrow in prison, and they're like, fuck you, Jack Sparrow. They reach their hand through the grate, and you realize that in the moonlight, they're not people, they're skeletons. And so it's the first hint that they're, like, dead, right? Um, uh, They get away. They're all like, uh, Elizabeth, they're like, Elizabeth, eat. And she's like, oh, you're trying to kill me. And they're like, why would we try to kill you? We need you alive, because there are 882 pieces of Aztec gold out there in the world, and you had the last one, and we got to spill your blood on it to break the curse, so we need your ass alive. So don't worry. Eat your food. Calm the fuck down. By the way, we all dead, so get scared. Be scared. Live scared. Not scared. Yeah. Can I, inter- can I, can I cut in here for a second there? You uh, sure can. This I love this this whole part with uh, uh, the reveal of um, of the pirate crew and like you know you better start believing in ghost stories and all, and all that kind of stuff. Those are in one, yeah. Um, and I remember watching it this time for for the episode and like I had to pee really bad, but it was around this part and I was like <laughs> I'm gonna wait till Jeffrey Rush delivers that bomb ass line and then I'm gonna go pee. And then I remember y'all remember like the teasers for this movie. Um, I knew nothing. I did not know this was a ride. Uh, I think Me I, I knew, Me I, knew yeah, I knew it after the fact. I knew it after like real Shocking. trailers. And I didn't know. This was so, totally like, fresh for me. Totally yeah. fresh. Like I was just like, oh shit, this is a brand new Pirates movie. Yeah, and this yeah. was one of the first one, first Pirates movies to come back. Like after a pretty big hiatus. Cause like Waterworld was a huge gigantic bust and pirate movies hadn't been doing well for a while. But like the teasers, the like the first teaser for this, I, and I'm, I'm a little hazy on the details, the the details. But it was like 
under the sea and you see the seabed and it was like blah blah a lot of text blah, blah, blah and you saw that skeleton foot like fucking walk you know what i mean on there and that was it and i was like what like this like i don't know what the fuck this is but i gotta be there you know so i think from the jump man they like they knew what they were doing with the uh with with uh, with the production side of this yeah. uh, of the screenshot you know it's, it's really guys- cool go ahead annie I was just going to ask what you guys thought about the CGI now in res- retrospect. I think it works. I mean, for the for the CGI on mass that they did, yeah, the body mapping, I think it works. It works mm-hmm. too because it's dark. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. It, I, 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 and 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 I'm wondering if that was their way of sort of future proofing that tech. Um, hmm. I haven't seen any of the sequels, uh, and you know, recently since they were in theaters. So I'd be interested to see the. Because I know, like you know, that's the kind of stuff's more so in the daytime. But yeah, I wonder how Davy Jones holds up now. Um, uh, and I remember watching Davy Jones in the theater. I was like, that 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 is an octopus man. That is <laughs> fucking. They did something to build Nai. I recognize. I understand he's, but they they fucking they 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 fucking they did they did some prosthetics or, or some surgery. They did something to that man. So. Uh, the the whole thing about them going into moonlight and turning into skeletons, like the way that the pirates ride starts, mm-hmm. actually, is that there is a head like floating and it's talking to you, right? And then as you pass it, it turns into a skeleton head. It's like the coolest <laughs> fucking thing, right? And like it's all a mirror, right? Where half of it's a head and half of it's skeleton, and then as it mm. as you pass it, like you take on the full. Oh, view. way to fucking spoil uh, the magic, buddy! I don't need to ride that now, <laughs> Jesus. First, well, you're first like, it's oh, yeah, okay. It's okay. Take a sip. It's okay. Jordan, you've had since 1967 to experience this ride. So if you're a little behind the times, I'm not sure we can help you. Oh, hey, oh, listen, oh, oh, listen. oh no, no, no. We're no. not getting up on nothing. You know what I mean? We're not. We are all. We are. We are all in our own separate but, corners over here. But the also, WWE, I do want to say, you know. What? I, I do want to say that a lot of the things that happen in the port in the Port Royale scene, where the, uh, the Black Pearl is like um, uh, coming into into dock and like um, attacking it, are uh, from the Pirates Ride. So, like that woman in the white dress being chased by the pirate, you see that in the Pirates Ride. I think that they changed it because before it was like him trying to like latch after her and not necessarily attack her. And then there was also one where they were like selling a woman. Which they they've changed that portion of the ride, um, but a lot of the stuff is taken straight from the ride, uh, including the dog with the keys. Um, blah 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 blah. Either way, so they take Elizabeth and keeping her alive because they think that she's the daughter of William Bootstrap Bill Turner, uh, who is actually Will's father, but like that comes into uh, account later. Uh, Will finds Jack the next morning and. Uh, uh, Will's like, Jack, I'll free you if you help me save Elizabeth. And then this starts, uh, and Jack is like, yeah, no, absolutely. I just want one thing. I want the Black Pearl back because Barbosa was my first mate, and like he mutinied, and so you help me reclaim the ship, I'll help get your, your woman back, and we're, and we're dope. And he's like, cool, I'm all about it. 
And then starts this really cool sequence where he, Jack is like, we're going to commandeer that ship. And Will's like, there's only two of us. There's no way we'll get the ship started. Jack is like, don't even worry about that, G. I got you. And so they fake like they're going to steal a ship. And then the, the the Navy shows up and they're like, yo, get off the ship. And they jump on the ship that they done that they done hopped on. And then Jack and Will like scurry on over to the other ship. And they're like, yo, Navy, thank you so much for setting us up on this tight ride. And they go. And I was all like, Fucking and I pimp. love this part. I, it, it is pimp. I love this right because mm-hmm. Norrington uh, is, is at first he's like he's the worst pirate I've ever seen. And what does his first mate say to him? He's like he's the best pirate I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> and that ship is beautiful. The interceptor mm-hmm. that it, I think so it's cool. named in this movie. It looks like a bumblebee. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. Like that's part of it. It's like I want. I, I've always been interested in learning how to sail, like actually, like working rigging and all, mm-hmm. like actually sailing. Um, oh, and so I think that it's always been a part of like the allure of the pirate movies. It's like, Oh my God, I want to do that. I want to be out on a boat on the sea and, and like actually do that. So, you know, just the, the magic of the ocean. Yeah. yeah. Sailing is fun. Sailing is a lot of fun. Um, then, so yeah, they're on the interceptor. They're like, yo, we got to go to Tortuga. He's like, why? He's like, cause we need ourselves a crew. Yo. And they're like, all right, dope. And then they meet Gibbs and Gibbs is like, why the fuck you waking me up? And Jack is like, don't worry about why I wake you up. I got a drink for you. He's like, all right, I'll listen. Uh, and so they get a crew, uh, like a little motley crew to roll with them. Meanwhile, we got old dude who's like, they're coming up on the place where all the gold is. And they're like, cool. Uh, we need to go ahead and put all this gold back so that way we can cut her hand and like she can bleed on the skull and we become human again and we can do what we want, right? But Captain Jack Sparrow catches up with them and the crew and him and Will go in and they notice them trying to do this. The curse doesn't break. They find out like Elizabeth is not the one that they need, uh, but they don't know who is. Elizabeth being smart, so she still has leverage, steals a coin back, Right. Uh, and she's like, I got this. And Will shows up and is like, yo, come with me. Come with me. All the while, Barbosa's little monkey's like, yo, pimp, they trying to get away. Yo, pimp. And Barbosa's like, shut up, little monkey. Shut up, little monkey. You don't know shit. And little monkey's like, no, for real, they trying to get away, though. Uh, <laughs> and then they get away. There's this huge chase. Uh, they end up, this is where, th- okay, I will admit, this is the part of the movie that I'm always like, who's on whose boat doing what and why? Because there's a lot of Jack wheeling, dealing behind people's backs to do stuff. At one point in time, he's on the interceptor, but then the Black Pearl shows up, but then he ends up back on the Black Pearl, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And then the interceptor's shooting at the Black Pearl, but then, like, they uh, capture Elizabeth, right? And they're like, yeah. yo... Uh, Tell us who tell us who it is. And Jack is all like, yo, I can tell you exactly who you need if you just like chill for a second. Mm-hmm. But Will's all like, yo, I'm the person you need. And Jack's like, thank you for blowing all our cover, my dude. And then um yeah, it gets it gets like it gets kind of complicated. And I it's, it's actually kind of- one of those things that, that, that I noticed uh for the I was like, as far as an action movie goes, there's a lot of plot. There's a lot of plot. Yeah, there's a well, there, there's a the lot. The point going is on. to say, yeah, the point is to say, like you never really know whose side Jack is on, mm-hmm. right? Like, because that's the point that the Norrington's lieutenant makes, right? Is like, you know, you think he just makes it up as he goes along, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, I think 
maybe maybe all of that maneuvering is sort of in service of that because oh. it really the movie really unfurls all of these different little machinations mm-hmm. that um no. sparrow is doing along the way and i thought yeah. it was pretty good like i haven't seen this movie in a while and i had to remember like oh yeah he goes back and forth and back and forth yeah yeah um, he never really you never times. really trust him which i thought mm-hmm. it was a great like we talked about just a fantastic introduction to the character and just a great, I think great, but also challenging relationship that you have as a first time audience member with this character. Um, you know, right now we regard him as a hero and stuff because of whatever, but yeah, I mean, to your point, TJ, I, you know, it's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of boats and a lot of fucking water and like <laughs> they, could have, they could have benefited from uh, they could have done some hunt for red October kind of shit in here. You know, in that movie, they uh, they're like, all right, there's a lot of submarines. So we're going to give one with one of them's going to have green lights. One of them's going to have red lights. One of them's going to have blue lights. So, you know, like where the fuck, what submarine you're in. Uh, I don't know what they would have done for this, but yeah, I, th- I think a little bit more of a differentiation between the, uh, between the boats there would have been nice. Yeah, I mean, at this point in time, they, 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 I think they realized, oh, there's too many boat hopping going on, so they sink the interceptor. And this is when I realized, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, really and truly, they have five locations. They have the island that they maroon Elizabeth and Jack on. They have the Pearl. Which is in Louisiana. Okay. They have the Pearl. Which... They have the interceptor. They have the Isle, Tortuga, and Port Royal. Like, if you think about the epicness of this movie, those aren't really that many locations. And as a matter of fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, cool, a portion of this place could also be the shipwrecked island, could also be poor. You know what I mean? There aren't very many locations, all things considered, especially because it feels like they travel so far. Right. Um, Either way, uh, um, freaking Barbosa's all like, yo, Will, we got you. Also, we're going to strand Jack. And Elizabeth on the island. Elizabeth, she fucking uh, sets all the shit on fire to get the the Navy out there. They find her. And she's like, they're all like, cool, we got what we wanted. Let's go back. And Jack, you're going to jail. She's like, but I'll marry you now, Norrington, if you like. Go get Will. And he's like, all right. Yeah, Annie. Well, so part of the thing with Elizabeth and Jack on the island is how she essentially cons him into that whole process, right? Because he reveals that, you know, there's this whole myth about Jack Sparrow and how he escaped this island because he had originally been marooned there by mm-hmm. Barbosa when he, they, that crew mutinied on the Black Pearl. And so I think Jack Sparrow was supposed to have, like, used the hair on his back and strapped three turtles to his legs and swam out of there. Made a raft, and, yeah. Right, yeah, and it turns out that like that that island was used by rum runners and Jack stayed drunk for 3 days and then got rescued. Um and so he reveals all that to Elizabeth and she's like, "Okay, then I'm going to put this shit to good use." And burns the whole motherfucker down. <laughs> Which is so great. <laughs> she gets Jack completely down. drunk. Yeah. Yeah, she gets Jack super drunk. Um, makes like she's going to probably have sex with him and then just gets him to essentially pass out. Um, and while he's in his drunken stupor, she sets everything on blaze. There's just, but here's the thing. There's so much emphasis on the sexualization of her body in this movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like the number of times Barbosa's like, oh, the warmth of a woman and runs his finger across. I was like, Bleh, stop. <laughs> but, 
Um, well, he demands the return of that red dress that he's lent her while she's on board the Black and Pearl. And has the nerve to say, like, it's still warm. Mm, still warm. Yeah, just gross. Yeah, it is It is gross, which, you know, makes me hate Barbosa even more. Uh, but regardless. So they get off the island. They're like, let's go save Will. Jack has a plan. Uh, Jack goes in and tells Barbosa. So they're on the island. They're like, Will, we're going to kill, we're going to spill all your blood, right, to make this happen. Jack goes in and is like, whoa, don't steal his blood yet, because guess what? The Navy is outside, and they're trying to fuck you up. So if you stay immortal, you can fuck them up first. And then, after you fuck them up, then you become mortal again. All the while, Jack's trying to double, triple, quadruple cross them, right? Uh, and so Will's like, "What's whose side you on? And he's like, don't fucking worry about it. Elizabeth's like, whose side Jack on? And he's like, right now, I don't know, G. Uh, <laughs> um, and then uh, so basically the Pearl and the British Navy they fight uh, that shit goes down the the Pearl's winning until uh, Will cuts his hand, drops the last coin right as Jack shoots a, his single shot and Barbosa, he's been saving that bullet for years to kill Barbosa Barbosa dies right Um they show back up and uh, they're going to kill Jack Sparrow. For, uh, and so the, the British Navy, they're like, oh, yeah, cool. We got people. We got a girl. Um, the British Navy. Uh, f- uh, flash forward. Uh, Elizabeth's like, I guess I got to marry this Jack hole. Uh, and Will looks like a goddamn uh, musketeer for some goddamn reason. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he got a full hat, a cape. Uh, the hat has a plume. Yeah. Because um, they're there to witness that end scene. They're there to witness, I think, Jack Sparrow's execution, right? Right, um, right. And Will is there in his finery to plead his case and then, you know, ultimately rescue the asshole. Yeah. So he cuts him down. He's like, if you kill Jack, you got to kill me. And Elizabeth's like, don't fucking kill nobody. And Elizabeth's daddy's like, oh, for real, though? You trying to be with them? And. <laughs> Uh, they're all like, yeah, I'm trying to be with them though. Uh, and then Jack fucking, he sees the the, uh, the parrot from one of his crewmen. He's like, y'all, this is nice and all, but uh, I'm a bounce. And he dives into the water. Uh, they come back with the black pearl to uh, for him. And uh, they're all like, oh no, we should let them go. Like, he's like, you're not going to fuck up that pearl? They're like, no, we should give Jack Sparrow like a day Head start. And then Elizabeth's mm-hmm. dad's all like, oh, so you want to be with Will and shit? And she's like, yeah, I'm going to be with Will. And Norrington's all like, I mean, I guess and shit. Uh, <laughs> and then that's pretty much the move. <laughs> yeah. I want, I want to, I want to add, I, I love this, this exit because we talked so much about the entrance of Jack Sparrow. The exit's fucking perfect too. Because he goes to Norrington, he's like, I was rooting for you, mate, like the whole time, like with yeah. him and Will. It's like, he's like, know that. You know what I mean? Like, know that. And then when he gets And then he goes to Elizabeth. Yeah. He's like, it's ne- yeah. it would never work between us. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. It was so fucking great. Like, I love this. And then when he's like, remember this, you always remember this is the day you almost caught and he fucking falls. <laughs> that establishes the trope for the whole rest of the series. Like, you never yeah. once get to hear him finish that phrase in the whole yeah. rest of the series after yeah. that point. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. yeah no, it, become, it, it becomes a thing. And then just the end where, when, when his crew like puts the jacket on him 
that. And he's like, you know, drink up me hearties, yo ho, and shuts the thing. I was like, I, that was hype as fuck. And I remember when, when the credits rolled, like, dude, people, like, I was, ch- I was clapping in the theater. Like, people, like, they, they ate this shit up, man. It was such a fucking. Are you a theater clapper? If it's really fucking dope, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, I am. Those people, the people who made the movie, aren't there. <laughs> but like, you have a good fucking time, you know. Like, it's it's. I would. I've like, seen that. I've seen that happen on like a premiere night, you know. Yeah. Especially if you've waited in line, um, and you, you know you've all gone through it. I've definitely participated in a in a most Marvel movies, most y'all Marvel movies now. Y'all didn't clap at like Return of the King. Y'all didn't clap at like. Man, I want, man, oh my God. Can I tell you that I wanted those movies to be done? I was like, no, but that was, that was like, that was, that was like a big fucking experience. I'll never forget. I, I saw Return of the King, uh, and, uh, it was in Houston, Ed, Edwards, IMAX. Shout out to Chase and Josh. You're listening. We, we saw it together, but there's this guy who got up in the front before it started. And he's, and he looked back, he goes, listen, motherfuckers. That's how he started. He goes, listen, motherfucker. He's like, we've been in this shit for three years. We've been riding this, this trilogy for three years. And he's like, I don't want to hear a phone go off. Nothing. We're all in here together trying to enjoy this movie and shit. Like that, man, everyone was along for that, right? So yeah, I mean, if if it's a big fucking grand experience, absolutely I'll clap, you know. Was Return of the King the last one? It was the last mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Man, the second they dropped that ring in that in that mountain, I was like, Oh, good, it's done. I'm like, oh, there's more. I mean, yeah, shit. It, yes, it it, shit. It, it, it it had a lot of endings. And I will admit that um there were a lot of claps happening because we didn't quite know exactly when the movie was ending, but still. Um, cool. So before we yeah, get, that's pirates. <laughs> yeah. Before we get into our rating and discussion of the movie, uh, we are going to transition. Annie, welcome to our podcast from the podcast where we rank the pirates featured in the pirate movies for June booty. Uh, the rankings are as follows. Uh, at number one, we have OG Haddock from the adventures of Tintin. Uh, number two, we have Red Rackham, also from The Adventures of Tintin. Sitting pretty at our number three spot is One-Eyed Willie from The Goonies. At number four, we have Captain Hook and his crew. And at number five, we have The Goonies themselves. So, I think we have two crews to talk about. We have, or I guess we got, two, we two one. We got one. Barbosa don't get one. shit from me. Barbosa is a fucking backstabbing asshole. <laughs> He don't pirate, get shit from me. He's a pirate, bro. And he actually Jack Sparrow's, Jack Sparrow's a better pirate. Well, but still, we'll we'll talk about that. But the two pirates <laughs> we have are Jack Sparrow and and Barbosa. Um. So where do we want to put these two individuals from this uh from this film? Jack Sparrow. Haddock, Red Rackham, Barbosa, then everything else after that. I agree with that. I think like in terms of pirate pirates, just like the the classic depiction, Jack Sparrow's mm-hmm. at the top of the list for me. For sure. Yeah, I mean, listeners, was it really a fucking surprise? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, <laughs> let's be real. It's got, the game is fi- no, the game's not fixed. But that's I mean, when you think about pirate, like this movie has become synonymous just with the term pirate in general. Like, when you think pirates now, you think this movie. So, I think we'd be fucking nuts to not put Jack Sparrow uh, at the beginning here. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put I kind of I think I I think I, I think Barbosa 
Barbosa either either above or below Red Rackham, but definitely above One-Eyed Willie. Oh, yeah. Like, the reason I put him below Red Rackham, uh, Annie, watch the adventure of the 10-10 just for the Haddock Red Rackham fight scene. <laughs> Red Rackham tears that shit up. <laughs> it, yeah, and you it's always good. go back to this fight. Red Rackham can fight. We 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 understand that. Red Rackham, Barbosa. Bro, Red Rackham is the Darth Maul of the fucking pirate like lore. Like I get it. Like he's a badass. Double, but I'm it saying is. Barbosa just be talking that good shit. I was about to say Barbosa is better with the words. You know, I decline right. to acquiesce to your request. Right. Barbosa yeah. be talking that good shit. But also, even though he talked that good shit, Jack Sparrow still out talked it. Mm-hmm. That's true. And but so, like, it, when you when you get out talked and your ass can't fight, nah, homie. Yeah. He does get that will, sweet death though with like the bite of the apple and yeah, yeah. falls. And I'm trying to refrain from. And let's go ahead and 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 make this call here. Like we're 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 ranking Barbosa as he is in this movie, not as For he sure. sequels. Because I know he comes back and becomes a bigger character and. More well-rounded. Sides. What's that? I feel like he swaps sides, sort of. In yeah, way. I mean, they're, they're, much less of an antagonist. Yeah, there there are people who like who rank who like think Barbosa is a better character than Sparrow. I mean, Sparrow is more charismatic, but there are people who think that like Barbosa is like a more well-rounded, fleshed-out character in the end. But, oh yeah, they give Barbosa way more depth yeah, <laughs> overall yeah, yeah. than they do yeah. Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow doesn't like. There's no character arc for Jack Sparrow. He's not right. learning anything in right, this process. Right, <laughs> he is right. just an immutable, chaotic force. <laughs> yeah, he's what you call yeah. a, a flat character. I mean, still, still dynamic, but like doesn't doesn't really change um, at the end of it. So, but I mean, fuck, dude, he's he saw. So yeah, Barbosa in this movie. Um, I guess we'll put yeah, put him below um, below. Red Rackham. Red Rackham. So, um, yeah. All right. So our 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 pirate rankings. Uh, we have seven. There's seven C's. So we got seven pirates that we ranked. Uh, Jack Sparrow, uh, number one. Uh, he, you know, Jack Sparrow is the is, is the pirate king here. Uh, we have OG Haddock, uh, number two. Red Rackham, number three. Uh, Barbosa, number four. One Eyed Willie, number five. Hook, number six. And then the Goonies crew. At number seven. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast from the podcast. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Cool. So let's rank or let's rate Pirates of the Caribbean. Curse of the Black. Andy, how would you rank this movie? I'm going to rank it. Um, I think probably nine gold doubloons out of ten. Um, this was, this is a great movie. It's the one that establishes the whole franchise. The CGI still holds up after all this time. Um, I think I'll knock it for some of the, the, the odd sex politics of it (laughs) regarding Kira Knightley now in retrospect, but otherwise just, I mean, what a solid character introduction. Um, and, uh, just so memorable over time. Yeah. Jordan, what do you give it? Yeah, I'm pretty much with you, Annie. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it uh, nine. Um, why are the rum gones after after uh, out of ten? Um, I think um, it's it's going to be one of those movies. I mean, it already kind of has really, but like this is kind of like a classic, 
like pirate, like swashbuckling uh, uh, sort of movie. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think what it does um, narratively, um, uh, character-wise, I think is, is, is really spot on. Um, and I, I do think that even though it gets a little dark, it's a little whatever, I think it plays it, it plays it safe enough to where like this is this this is PG thirteen right? Mm-hmm. Like so for so for parents, family stuff like this PG thirteen is I'm gonna say either on the level or maybe even a little bit more tame than the Goonies at PG. Um, there's no swearing in this movie. No. I don't think at all. No. Yeah, no, there's there, there's no swearing. There's there's some, you know, obviously there's some death and stuff, but it's all I don't know. I think this is this is something that's good for the whole for the whole family to to kick back and watch. Um and it's long, but it doesn't feel that long. Um which uh which is it, it moves really well for two and a half hours. It does. It I does. did notice that because I watched this sort of in, in fits and starts. I you know, I started on my laptop, I moved to a big screen television, and then I went back to the laptop and realizing that it was two and a half hours long, I was like, Oh shit, this is a commitment. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot like how many acts this movie had. Yeah. True. True. What about you, buddy? Uh, I'm giving it. I, I'm I'm giving it 8.75, just a slight bit below you. Uh, again, I know it's a product of the time. I know that we're dealing with pirates, but there was just like one too many like comments about Kira Knightley's body that made me feel uncomfortable enough to be like, okay, uh, which is part of. Why I was like, yeah, of course they like doing a female-led pirates uh, makes sense. Right to be like let's let's kind of look back on all those misogynistic things that we used to do, and the I think that the thing that's frustrating to me and the reason I gave it eight point seven five is because looking at how well rounded that they handle female characters in the second and third one, I'm like, mm, so you know that there's potential, and there's a way to do it, right? Um, but Kira Knightley's character has like a shit ton of agency and mm-hmm. like does work like crazy. It's just like the the number of times that they mentioned boning her that just makes me be like, all right, chill out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. well, hey, that's Pirates of the Caribbean, and that's the last mm-hmm. movie for June Booty. Uh, Annie, thank you so much for joining us uh, in this episode, uh, and just so that way the listeners know. Uh, we started half an hour later, and Annie was like all about it. It's completely my fault. Uh, but, oh, no worries, man. <laughs> this is the highlight of my evening. Hey, we're the, I'm the highlight of someone's evening. Uh, yeah, highlight of somebody's. <laughs> you know what? All right. Well, with that, um, uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, listening to this week's episode. As always, we can't continue to grow without you. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please give us a rating. Five stars, great. Four stars, awesome. Three stars up below. We will throw you in the depth when you get destroyed by the Kraken and sucked into Davy Jones' locker or everything like that. Um Please reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. Send us an email at grownmanwks at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail by hitting leave a voicemail in the show notes. We'd love to hear your voice. Uh, We have more fun coming to you this summer. Uh, Please stick with us wherever you are. Please make sure to take care of each other. Um, Stay crispy. Stay crispy, y'all. Stay crispy. And we will catch y'all next time. Uh, 
Annie. Yo. What would your pirate name be? What would the name of your ship be? And what animal would you have? <sighs> These are great questions. Um, honestly, when I played softball, I was, uh, my nickname was animal. And I have always thought that that's like, that's a good nickname for like anything I could want to use it for. So maybe I'd just be called like the animal or just animal. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. <Sorry>. My, <laughs> my device fell over in the midst yeah. of my excitement got uh, crazy about, with it. <laughs> about contemplating a pirate table, destiny. Man. She flipped that table. You saw that. She's like, fuck. Turn my house yeah, so, <laughs> animal, you know. <laughs> so we got animal. What would your shit yeah. be? Oh my god. Um <sighs> the whirling dervish. Ooh, okay, okay. And what animal would you have as your companion? Um a probably a phoenix, because according to Harry Potter, phoenix tears can heal things. And, you know, being in, like, pirate 17th century, I could use something that could heal things so I don't come down with any random disease. I've never seen a phoenix in a pirate story, though. Jordan, have you? <laughs> I mean, I've never seen a phoenix. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, you look like a dispenser. You look like a Pez dispenser when you do that shit. You know that? <laughs> give me some candy and shut up. All right, so I'll give you that chalky ass shit. <laughs> All right, cool. So hey, where where are I? Because I I done forgot mine. And I kind of, I kind of, I forgot mine too. So I ain't worried about it. That's why I asked Annie what hers was because I couldn't remember my shit. I thought you were leading up this. Oh man, you Jack Sparrowed me. You, you swindled me. Savvy. (laughs) Savvy. Oh, what a way to end June booty with that ass. That was just. Oh, I see what you did there with that ass. With that ass. With that entire ass. That ass. Yeah. I I mean, I honestly can't believe that June booty stuck and we did this for an entire fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's right. I have to to say it on air. June booty. Sounds good. Feels good. (laughs) Doesn't it? Feels good in the ass, don't it? Just straight in the ass. (laughs) (laughs) grown men watch kid shit is a moon street media podcast intro and outro music was created by mpc want to find us online check out our social media links in the show notes